The Met Chi Message by Stephen the Burge. The next six days were uneventful. Stephen had wondered when Marilyn would call him. He admired her ability to think things through and not rely so much on his judgment. However, he knew that she would want to talk things over before their next meeting with John, and she did. Well, Marilyn, he said when they next met, I'm glad you decided to call me and that we can spend the evening looking over our notes on John. She smiled. I had to find an excuse to have you spend the night. Okay, so where do you think we should start? They mulled over all the papers, and they agreed that the following day would be the last time they met with John. There was no question that Klein was intelligent, and neither one of them could do much to help him. It seemed important to John that the doctors believe his story, but neither Marilyn nor Stephen could agree outright to take him at his word. They also knew that he would be smart enough to know if they simply paid him lip service. They decided that they would play some of their plan by ear and not decide on anything definite until they met with John the next morning. They suspected that he would try some trick to make sure they continued to meet with him. This challenge usually had something to do with John pointing out that neither doctor could outright disprove any of what he was saying. Marilyn then spoke to Stephen. I think we should challenge him. I know you've been resistant, but let him produce an alien. After all, isn't that the crux of the whole problem? How do you suspect he'll react to that request? Hmm. It's worth a shot. It's certain that he'll come up with some reasonable out, as he so often does, quite skillfully. We might not have our last meeting with him in the morning. I suppose we should get some sleep. That's a good idea, Stephen, but I suspect that we won't have to wait until morning. It strikes me that you haven't figured out his next move. Ah, oh, Marilyn, you're mistaken. I'm sure he'll have figured out what our intentions are. I'm inclined to disbelieve you only because it's already well past midnight. I suppose he could call us at any time, except that he doesn't have your home number. Marilyn and Stephen both checked their office voicemails, but John had not tried to get in touch with them. Dr. Durable now felt stumped. He was sure that John must be aware of their intentions to abort the sessions, and he suspected that John might try to put a stop to that. Maybe, thought Stephen. He accepts this situation and will wait until morning. Or maybe he really isn't all that intelligent after all. What happened next came almost too rapidly for Stephen to absorb it. Marilyn had been getting ready to go to bed. She had bid Stephen good night, and he had decided to watch TV for 15 minutes until the news headlines came around again. The tone in her voice was a mixture of fear, pleading, shock, and excitement. Stephen, I can't believe this. Come to my computer room. John is calling us. I'll be right up, he answered, not giving thought to how John could have called. He rushed upstairs to Marilyn's office. It struck him as strange that the door was closed.